0: Welcome back to the Nerdcore Podcast, the podcast reviews of movies and talks that nerd shit. This is episode 406, and it is your Saturday afternoon review, live on Saturday on twitch.tv slash the Nerdcore. As always, I'm the Nerd Chicano, here, the host of the show, of my wonderful co-host, Brad Young, the- yo, doll. Da- no, you
1: had it right. You had it right. I know Snarf. I did. What's up, everybody. Welcome to uh early show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> early show on the day you're supposed to get it. <laughs> yeah. Um I will explain that. But first of all, we have a guest with us today coming on to talk about one night in Miami with us is the good old ho host. Ho host. Ho host. That's right. That's Hi. right.
2: What's up? Hi, I'm I'm where the future resides. Yes, yes. So, so,
1: like, when I die, Gio will take my place. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, that's not exactly how it works, but it is indeed part of Like, I can't take your place. Um, your place is a place of, Euro, uh, of a Euro American worldview. I'm in an, <laughs> an Africana worldview. So, I can't uh, take your place, but I can create a space for myself in which we can share together.
0: I thought you were gonna say your place is in Europe. Yeah, no. I gonna, Damn, I kinda, Brad!
1: I kinda just meant the co-host position, but Gio went deeper. <laughs> I
0: thought you were gonna be like, yeah, your place is in Europe, Brad. I'm like, yo, yo. I, not I, I, that. Actually
1: it's Canada.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Boreas, uh Bore- like if you if you read Percy Jackson, he's Boreas, uh god of the North Wind. Oh my
0: God! But, but um, yeah. hope everyone's having a good Saturday uh, afternoon here. Uh, we were not able to do this on Thursday night because uh, I had not watched the film yet because I had to watch a couple of films for um for I had to watch a film for Cinema Condition and I also was really busy with classes so I had no chance to watch the film whatsoever. And then on Friday, uh, we had to do a live show and also we, what's it called, we're pretty busy. During the day, but we did our mini pod uh, review of the Kill Bill films. So we got that done. And that two year bit is over. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> There's no other way for me to explain we, it, we, but
1: we, we, we did it.
0: <laughs> we finally did it. You know, we how many years have we were saying, like, hey, man, when are we going to do this? When are we going to do this? And like,
1: we'll get to it. We'll
0: get to <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, we're going to get to it. Don't worry about it. And uh, we finally got to it two years later. Yeah. But uh, you yeah, can go check that it, out on patreon.com slash the nerdcore on the $2 tier.
1: It's a long movie. What do you want? Yeah. What do you want from us?
0: Yeah. Uh, today we have ourselves, uh Gio, and Brad's here as always. We're going to be doing our review of Regina King's directorial debut, One Night in Miami.
1: Wait, this was a directorial
0: debut? Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, before we get into that, I want to ask how we're doing. Gio, what's going on? How you doing? How, how cold are you right now? I'm uh pretty cold, well, actually,
2: now that I'm on the show, not as cold because the heater comes down right here, <laughs> but other than that, yeah, it's not good. I have my little my fuzzy socks on yep. um got this got this hat. the whole host got this hat on instead of like just a normal baseball cap.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: um, you know, just uh thinking about all the
0: homies who still have to travel, so yeah. Yep. Uh Brad, what's going on with you? Is it snowing over there yet? Uh
1: no. So, I I think I think that that winter storm front is missing my location at this point. So I say it's only that us. now. I say that now, but it can change.
0: It can <laughs> change in a matter of minutes. Uh how are you doing, man? What's been going on? What have you been doing this wonderful Saturday? I um, understand that I'm probably gonna ask you this question again on, on the live show. Eh,
1: fine but um, <laughs> working on the final mask design um, we had a little setback on that um, Something didn't turn out how we wanted so we had to, we're redoing it and should be done hopefully today. All right
0: That's it's, awesome, a, man.
1: It, it's just complicated. this, this final mm-hmm. mask is in my head it, it's something and Brenda is cursing me out right now because she's like it's so much shit on a mask
0: (laughs) and you're like i don't care i'm the director on this set put it on the
1: mask mask.
0: (laughs) oh my you don't want to anger brenda already okay again she's starting to get better with you like
1: it's fine i know i I, over the years i've learned steak and tequila yeah give her a steak and margarita she's good
0: yeah yeah all right man um like, now, looking
2: at me like, what? <laughs> I'm not touching that.
0: He's uh, like, like, your queen
2: deserves more than like, that, bro. Oh, yeah, like, oh, no, not, oh, the key to a successful marriage is communication. No. Hey, honey, I got you steak, and I got you alcohol. So just like, I'm just going to ply you with the things you like and so you can forget about well, of course,
1: the, the communication I is left
0: you there. outside in the cold with a dog. And, I'm sorry. I didn't me.
1: realize, you know. But in like tequila would have worked well, on that would have kept her warm.
2: Oh, this ain't the live show. Hold on. <laughs> 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 oh
0: I was gosh. like, we can keep going,
2: but I was like, wait, yeah. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here because I'm where the future resides. The future and the
0: money resides. Mm, yeah, talk uh, about an Africana worldview. So, um, I'm gonna, what's it go, we're gonna be wa- reviewing this one today, and then next week we're gonna be doing Judas and the Black Messiah, as the, that's the next movie on our, uh, on our window, uh, sh- after that should be Malcolm and Marie, um, and we'll get into, you know, these 2021 releases, but, um, for now, this was one that was on our radar that we were gonna do last week, but we went with discussing, uh, Curse of Professor Sardonicus with uh, with the guys, which was awesome, and the film is out on uh, is now out on on Amazon Prime Video. You guys can go check it out. It's the Curse of Professor's Ardonicus, written and directed by Gabriel Theis. So, um, with that being said, let's go get in, get into this, guys. If you have not watched One Night in Miami, I do recommend you all not listen. And uh, if you care about spoilers, but if you don't care about spoilers then you don't have anything to worry about because either way how it goes, your spoiler warning is in effect in a five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> All right, Brad, I get to read the Wikipedia page for this one. Woo. And luckily it's not that long.
1: I mean, it's longer than Kill Bill was.
0: That's very true. It's also not the same page twice. Uh, One Night in Miami is a 2020 American drama film about a fictionalized meeting of Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, and Sam Cooke in a room at the Hampton House in February 1964, celebrating Ali's surprise surprise title win over Sonny Liston. It is the first feature directed by Regina King from a screenplay by Kemp Powers based on his stage play of the same name. It stars Kingsley Benadir... Ellie Goree, Aldous Hodge, and Leslie Odom Jr. In the lead roles with Lance Reddick, Joaquina Kulakango, Nicoletta Robinson, and Bo Bridges in supporting roles. The film premiered at the Venice Film Festival on September 7, 2020, as a first for an African-American female director. It was released in limited theaters by Amazon Studios on December 25, 2020, Before being released digitally digitally on Prime Video on January 15, 2021. Reviews were overwhelmingly positive with critics praising King's direction, the performances, and Powers' uh, screenplay. The film received three nominations at the 78th Golden Globe Awards, Best Director for King, Best Supporting Actor for Odom Jr., and Best Original Song. The movie was shot by... The, music's, the movie's music was by Terence Blank, Blanchard. Uh, cinematography by Tammy Raker. Edited by Tariq Anwar. And the movie had a budget of $16.9 million, And it sits at an hour and 54 minutes. Yeah, 54 minutes. So not too long of a film... But it does a lot with its runtime. I'll tell you that right now. It does a fuck a lot. Um, <clears throat> so uh, let's go ahead and get some opening thoughts. Um, I guess let's go. Let's go with the guests first because, well, we're nice here. Guests go first most of the time. So, Joe, um, you want to give us your thoughts? Uh, your initial thoughts on One Night in Miami? Uh, yeah. So to keep it simple,
2: when I went to log this in a letterbox. I thought about this movie and I was like, this movie did nothing wrong. (laughs) This movie like does so much and just does not stop moving. And like as much as it is a movie, it also feels like it's doing the work of a play. Of like, I'm having this dialogue. We have we have a limited number of scenes of like sets and we're just Moving around, and like naturally moving around, having a real conversation. Like I felt like I was in the room, and I felt like, and I felt like the like the room was speaking to me as much as it was speaking to to our four stars.
0: Hmm. Brad,
1: I, I I have a question. First off, how do you choose who gets the best supporting actor in this? That's you don't. Like, like, yeah, like cool. uh, I, I personally, I love uh, Eli Eli Gori as Muhammad Ali. Like, it, he's like he he acts exactly and sounds exactly like any video I've seen of you know early Muhammad Ali. It's amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. So I don't. I, I did. First off, I don't know how you go into choosing like best supporting actor in this.
0: Yeah, um, it's also hard to kind of put a supporting actor. What's it called? Uh, who gets into that category? Because everybody's pretty much seems the same. Pretty much shares the same runtime. Like, I mean, there's just minor like difference yeah. in runtime with everybody on screen.
1: Yeah, uh, and maybe it was just like they, they went to the guys and be like, "Which one of y'all want to be best supporting actor?" <laughs> like, yeah. wh- who are we going with? Um, yeah. But but um, this reminds me a lot, and um, not not the plot and everything but because it takes place in one room it, it's kind of like 12 angry men and that it's all taking place in one room which you know that makes the movie more difficult it, like it has it can't go outside really and you don't get a lot of action shots or mm-hmm. a lot of scene shots it's one room and so that that makes it more difficult to make a movie that flows well and continues to carry the plot um, but they did it. Uh, I, I thought the only bad part I had was in the second act. I thought there was a little slowness here and there. But other than that, this movie kept pace pretty well. Um, the acting was great. The look of it was amazing. Like like this was some probably some of the best acting from last year.
0: A masterclass of acting. Um, I found the movie to be an absolute visceral um Directorial debut by Regina King. This is incredibly directed. I mean, there is just so much. Um, there's just so much fluid direction here. It feels very, very, very well thought. It, this this feels like a fifth or sixth movie of a director, and this being the first of a director is crazy. Like, it's just not not even just that. The writing is absolutely incredible. That dialogue, like, is so well thought out. And it's not so, it's not so in your face, like, you know, most to be real, a lot of plays have to be mostly in your face when you're adapting plays, but this wasn't mostly really in your face. It was really subtle. There's a lot of subtlety going on in here and uh, it's beautifully shot. It's incredibly acted by every single person in that cast. It's hard for me to choose my favorite. It's hard because everybody is doing so much. There's just so many moments within this movie that I was like, God, this is a masterclass with acting. I, like,
1: I mean, I mean, Raul. Like, generally, you have that one actor here. You're like, Yeah, they 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 highlighted the film. They they or they carried the film, like Denzel mm-hmm. did, and the little things. Um, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know They gave Jared Leto the the word on that one, for, or on that one for some reason. Um, <laughs> but this one, they all held their own. They all mm-hmm. they all elevated this movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, it just there's just just in, it's just incredibly crafted by King and and the writing and editing of it all. It just comes together to make this really impactful movie that I can't believe I just watched today. It's it's so freaking good. It's so good. Anything else you you kind of found uh really really stood out to you, uh, Gio? Um, I think as far as like things of.
2: I feel like a lot of people are going to sleep on um the the actor who plays jim brown because like though he does not like speak as verb as much as the other ones the presence he has in those conversations and like the comments he makes and how he bides his time and like
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's very like notable of like you know we've got like it's funny i was talking about at work about like we're talking about like when, when, a group of, when a group of black men play cards together and like are getting together and have these conversations these conversations do get heated but like in the end we still about to be friends it's all love. love it's all love or like you see in the five bloods they are going to the point of like about to beat each other's ass you see that <laughs> in this movie too but at mm-hmm. the same time you have Jim Brown's character of like uh uh-uh, uh like hold on now this is how I feel and like you know what If I bring, if I add to this, I'm doing nothing. You know what, let me just, let me just talk to you on the side for a minute and tell you how I feel. Like that's, like so much, so often in in, the entertainment industry, we focus on like the like big showy performances, but like that, that like choice in moving as far as story and writing and performance
0: should be given the
2: proper attention as well so i just want to like highlight that
0: as well yeah one of my favorite moments is is when he's talking to malcolm and uh it was actually two of those points in that film in, the, in that scene where he's a t- first of all the first one that like one of them that really stands out to me is when um is the very what's it called um compassionate what's it called a reach out that he gives when he sees that malcolm is crying he's like what's going on brother and he just like comes over and he grabs me. and just that body language of feeling like this, like this, this brotherhood is there. And this, this, this feeling of respect for this person, even though there's a lot of arguments going on and there's a lot of disagreement. It's that borderline, that not borderline, that just a like, clear cut respect and love that he has an admiration for Malcolm. And then the other one is, of course, when he's having this incredible monologue about, you know, um, what's it called light skin and dark skins. And, but also he brings up like the, um, goes, how he hates uh white folk that expect them to give him a pat on the back for being the bare minimum of a good human being and not hating them. And how he prefers that over he prefers he prefers the racist redneck bigots who call him the N word over the those type of white folk because those are a lot more deadlier to him than the racist white bigots. Like the people in his hometown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That
1: very yeah. first scene with Jim Brown. That mm-hmm. where where that white guy he brings them in and give him lemonade and all that and then at the end of the sentence he's like no nah, I got I got enough black people in here he doesn't use that term no,
2: oh, no he says no, something he says he says he says I don't he, he said oh well you know we don't let n words in the house mm-hmm. like, yep like oh buddy you know we don't let I like in words in
1: you're one of the most famous you know football players at this time or at any time mm-hmm. um, and. You still treat him like that. Like you so
2: proud of me? And to to use what Raul said, you suck at my dick. But yeah. you, don't, you won't let me in your house just to help you move some fucking furniture.
0: Yeah. It's just like the whole time he's just sucking him off about how he's so incredible. But at the end of the day, you're just another...
1: Well, mm-hmm. and, and that this movie really highlights like four of the most famous, you know, black cultural figures you have one who's probably one of the wealthiest uh, musicians at that time and just basically how they get treated even though their status is should be up there to like even just white people at that time Mm -hmm. you know they don't get the the respect or just you know how just a normal human being needs to be
0: treated And then there's just this really interesting commentary upon, you know, there's a lot of commentary in here, but one of them that stood out to me is just like this commentary on companies like the NFL that are literally built on the violence, on on the violence against black bodies on that field. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you you know, black and brown bodies and how it's, how, how, how even how, you know, Jim Brown talks about wanting to become an actor. And, and, and what's the first thing that he says it's easier on the knees. It's like, well, yeah, you know, you're, you're not breaking apart your body for the entertainment of a predominantly white fan base yeah. and the NFL, the NFL, like, you know, it's, it's not like the NBA or baseball or MLB, which is not a lot, not, not as, not as a con, con, content con, not content, contact heavy as American football is, but the NFL is literally built upon the violence, uh, against, you know, black and brown bodies. And then, of course, for them to, you know, not respect uh, the kneeling uh, against, uh, for the, uh, on the, on the, on the freaking anthem, which is about, you know, the protest against violence, against what's it called, the black and brown bodies. But, you know, that's a different, you know, conversation to have, but um, there was one, you know, of course, like, you know, it's, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a black man. I, you know, I approached this film as, you know, very differently from black men, but there was something that was going down here that really, you know, connected with me. Um when when Malcolm when Malcolm is talking to to Jim Brown and he's talking about how and correct me if I'm wrong if if I was getting this wrong, Gio, but just talking about like how him as an artist and having such a strong voice and a strong reach to all these people has a duty to talk to to to, to create art that's more representative of the community and has to say more about the community and having to uplift more more voices from the community. I mean, yeah, like he's talking
2: about. It's like one of my favorite like quotes from Nina Simone, also where like she's like, "The role of the artist is to talk about the times." Yeah, um, the times we live in. So yeah, like, and I also want to say that like, Ra- Raul, you're, like, it's it's in the it's in it's in your Twitter handle, like the nerdy Chicano, like, <laughs> like you and I, like you're not you're not black, your struggle is unique and different, but there are similarities. Like yeah. and like, we're here. Like so, like it relating to you and on a personal level means a lot. It means you're paying attention to what's going on around yeah. you, and, and like you're paying attention to the movie.
0: Like, and it and it, and it stood out to me because it's it's the way like I look at a lot of the stuff I write, and at times the you know I look at that and I'm like, this is a movie about uh, this is a horror movie about you know with a bunch of sex and a lot of blood, and it's like. This 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 isn't something that uplifts my community. This isn't something that 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 does that does something big for my community. Like it's this is pretty much just coming from my brain because this is what I like to write, and 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 still like as the artist, you I feel I feel this connection to I felt this connection to this part in this film because there's that artist in me who's like, well, I want to make what I want to make, and that's what I want to make. But at the, at the same part, it's the artist who is from a uh, marginalized community and who is disabled. And at the same time, it's like I am, I am, I am, I am approaching a medium where I have a, a chance in a lifetime to showcase something that could put my community f- forward. And should I be making the stuff that could put my community forward instead of wanting to make the art that i want to make and that, that that's so and, and, and that was something big that's kind of discussed here with malcolm and jim brown and uh, not jim brown i'm sorry um what's it called um, um sam Cook. sam cook and I, I was just that that part really really spoke to me and it, it that was just to me that was just so incredibly written and directed by but written and directed in this film
2: if we want to talk like just to like touch on that um it's a very real struggle like as like mm-hmm. an artist myself um like as a writer i'm i think about that a lot i'm like i have this cool story blah, blah 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 i can do pulpy thing and i'm like but like when i think about these characters i'm like why are why am i thinking about them a certain way and what am i like as i progress i've had to deal with this situation of like i I just want to make the things I love but I have to question myself why do I want to make the things? why are these the things I love and why is it that like me talking about the black experience to talk about what about what's going on now what's happened in the past and what could be happening in the future why does that why does that not interest me and the answer isn't simple.
0: No, it's a very complex answer. And uh, it's, yeah. And, and it's just us having to think about, do we need to sacrifice a bit of ourselves to do what's right by our community and do what we have to do to what's it called put our community up at the forefront, which in, in, in that that's the fucked up thing, man, that, and it's kind of talked about it here. When it's like, it's it's the publishers that should be doing that. It's the publishers that should be giving more chances to black and brown people to put books out. You know, it's it's the movie studios that should be giving more opportunities to black and brown people to put their films out and stuff. It's like, it, that's the fucked up part. We, we, sh- we as artists shouldn't have to be the ones to, to do this to us, to ourselves.
2: But it also like, talks about it the other way, too, in
0: that conversation
2: mm-hmm. with Jim and Malcolm of like, Jim's like, don't you ever think like, don't be rude and think that Sam's not thinking about this. That like, when he's trying to make this money and he's prolific artist, don't think that he's not thinking about the struggle just because he hasn't written a song about it. Like, don't think that because his public face is one thing and his private, like don't think that his private face is that thing too. Like, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of that going on too of the the public face versus the private face. Like, what the true self is and what the motivations are. yeah. And like, just cause you don't do something loud doesn't mean you're not doing anything.
1: Well, and uh, I, one of my favorite scenes in this is when Sam cook basically uh, relays to Malcolm that how, yes, um, he has a, he has an artist who wrote a song and it got 99 on the charts. Well, they sold that song to the Rolling Stones that got number one on the chart. And he's like, he's using the system to help uplift his community. It's just Malcolm's not seeing it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the and, And then of course he brings up the thing about Bob Dylan and it's like, yeah, you have these two artists pretty much make just as prolific and beautiful lyrics. One is getting a higher spot. Both have beautiful voices. One is getting a higher spot. Why? Well, I mean, yeah, let me go ahead and uh, here man, what's it called? I don't mean to do you dirty, bro, but uh, what's the skin of this man? What's the color of this man's oh, skin? Oh, you have to do that. I bro. know. <laughs> I don't mean to do you dirty like that, bro. But, but <laughs> he also
1: brought another thing up. He, he was asking Sam, well, and that's probably the reason Sam wasn't writing songs like those. Yeah, he, Malcolm did ask him, "Why aren't you? Why didn't you write that song? Like you could have written that song." hmm And yeah, you know that that could be why and and we uh, the ending of this is great is when he sings a change is gonna come yeah. and he writes that song
0: yeah one of the best like last 5 minutes of a movie ever just all those montages and then it ending on the quote from Malcolm X and and then and, you know saying how he died two two days later and uh yeah this this is just first of all like i mean on, on the first first thing i i felt like after i was like i need Regina king to do another one I mean, I hope this isn't their last like movie that they make. Like, no, nah. Regina King is an incredible actress, by the way. Incredible actress. God damn, she's super talented as a director. I she has it. She 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 has the visual eye, but she also has the um the patience to tell the story and how long she needs to pace the story and able to get what she needs to get out of these actors. Like it, it, it's nuts. Like there's, there's a lot of, uh, you know, great actors turn directors, but this, this is one of them for me that I'm like, I need to see another project soon. Like, you know, as long as it takes. Right. Mm-hmm. But I just, I, I, I don't, I don't want this to be the last project that she does. Like this, this is really special. This is really special.
1: I mean, I saw, I saw the trailer for this in 2020. Um, and it was kind of like a tease, and it's like it's not coming out till January fifteenth. It's like what the hell? Like the the trailer was so good. That it, I, yeah. I mean, unlike Wandavision, but uh, yeah, the trailer for this was just <laughs> spectacular. It made me want to watch it right away. It, it, it's you're getting four of these huge cultural figures together in a room, and basically just having one of the best conversations probably in a movie.
0: Yeah. It's just it's just so well just so well planned out and just crafted. Um Gio, you have anything else to say before we probably move into like uh into verdicts? Oh yeah. Um
2: this film has a lot of discussion about black liberation and about the means in which to like free the free and entire peoples. Um and there's a lot of arguments to that of like we're, to this day we're, we still are discussing and trying to figure it out and the answer is different for each person um and how that person can contribute to can, can, can contribute to the community um i think i think that should be kept in mind that like like jim brown jim brown's answer is about economics but like there's other answers in those conversations as well about like being outspoken and calling out calling shit, calling bullshit when you see bullshit. Um, Mm -hmm. But the landscape is changing and we like, this movie is very clear about the fact that like, Hey, like, these are four different sectors of the economy Mm -hmm. of our social, like society of entertainment, having to deal with their own situations and so we have to remember that as well if we like whenever we criticize the messages of black liberation these conversations that are happening in this movie and are happening to this day and i i i love that i love that the movie doesn't go like there's only one answer they have the the conversation doesn't end with we've solved black liberation it goes this this is an answer this may be our answer but it might not we might have to evolve on the issue and i love that
1: well, and yeah. i think that's what this film's foundation is is they're trying to find that answer Malcolm thinks it's one thing sam thinks it's another jim thinks it's one and muhammad ali thinks it's another so they're just all having this conversation on which way to go about it and there's not really just one way to go about it i think you kind of got to hit it in multiple ways in which what they're trying to say.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, let's go, let's get started with these final verdicts. Uh, my, I'm going to go ahead and give One Night in Miami a resounding 10 out of 10. This is this is number five of, of 2020 as I add more to my list of movies that I missed out on last year. It's up there. It's number five, right under, right under the sound of, right under Sound of Metal and then right on top of uh, Tenet. So it, um, and then of course, any, before that, it's sound of metal. It's what's it called? Uh, Bacual, Minari. I'm no longer here. So, um, Br- uh, Brad, what are your, what is your verdict on, on your, on One Night in Miami?
1: Again, a great movie. Um, I thought there was a little pacing issue in that second act. That's the only thing I saw. So, uh, it gets a good nine and a half out of ten.
2: Jill. So I don't usually do in scales of like ten, but like I mentioned, when I put this on Letterbox, I was like, "This like I was like this is a this is stronger than a four feeling of like, like this is so good." But like I was gonna do four and a half, and mm-hmm. I was like, "But like what would that what what's the half I'm looking for? What did, what is missing from this movie for me that would give me at a four and a half and." The answer was not a damn thing. <laughs> so I gave it five stars. Yeah. This film is this is a five star film from Go at Media Martyr Seventeen Ho Hos Ho Hos.
1: <laughs> and, and anyone who's listening to this, if they haven't watched it, if you listen to this, you haven't watched it. Just watch it for the phenomenal acting.
0: Oh, fuck yeah! It, yeah. It's a,
1: it's a whole school. It, it's like he he that's Muhammad Ali. That, yeah. is, that is, it's that is it's what it it's so
0: is. him. It's so yeah. him. Like even it's at the end, him. at the end when he's like, you know, who's the greatest? And they're like, you are. And he's just like, that that is so Muhammad. Oh. But as like like was talking about, that is so Malcolm. That that oh. was that was so very much Malcolm. And it was like, and this is gonna sound crazy. That was just as Malcolm as Denzel portrayed Malcolm in Malcolm X. Like this it goes toe to toe with that movie to me of portrayal of malcolm like that it, it is crazy how i was looking at that screen and it was and it felt like to me and it looked like to me i was looking at malcolm
2: yeah yeah like even like so i've i don't know so much about like jim brown at this age but i've had the rare opportunity of watching black rodeo that features Jim Brown talking about cowboys and like he talks about the movie. He like, he talks about that movie where like, he's a black hero and like the Westerns he did and like the cadence of speech and the the discussion and like that calm presence while talking about these situations Mm
0: -hmm.
2: is so Jim Brown, like no, there's like so much, everything in this movie moves the whole story along. Yeah. And I love it. And there's like moments where it's like a little too much pause, but not enough for me to be like this, this movie did a damn yeah. thing. wrong."
0: there was one thing that bothered me that was like, just like a nitpick, like editing choice thing to me. It's like when, when, um, when I think it's, um, I think it's not Jim Brown. I think it's, um, I think it's Muhammad Ali. He's coming out of the car and he has like, what's it called? He's gra- he has a like a yellow jacket, like a yellow-looking jacket in his hand. We cut, and the jacket is already on him. And I'm like, maybe we could have seen him like kind of put it on a little bit, and then you cut to him having it on. To me, it was just like a nitpick thing, editing-wise. Yes. That I was like, that felt really weird for me. But that was nothing that I'm like. Yeah, nine nine point nine out of ten. Like nah.
1: Uh, And 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 everybody else to even fucking notice.
0: Yeah, I mean uh, (laughs) if you editor's eye, Brad.
1: Editor's (laughs) eye.
0: Listen,
2: when you look in the mirror and you get real serious and you go, Damn, I'm pretty as hell. I'm not (laughs) gonna I'm not gonna (laughs) knock you for just instantly putting on a a, a jacket on like you're in a game, video game. I don't give a fuck. Yeah.
0: When 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 you walk into the party and you find out that there's only ice cream. You
1: know, and it's vanilla. <laughs> and it's it is ozone.
0: vanilla, <laughs> and they're like, "How fitting? How
2: fitting?" Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> you know, uh, when <laughs> the, the tension on that roof of like oh, yeah. when he's like, <sighs> "Brother Kareem's like, our job is to, to to protect the prominent minister," and he's like, "Blah blah blah," and he's like, "Negro, if you don't blah 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 blah, watch how you wag your tongue at me." I was like, I was like, "This some real shit." This yeah, happened on a holiday with my uncle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite line is uh, us go when they're like, no, we're not gonna go out. You know, so we're gonna, you know, we're gonna talk. It's just us four. And it's like, you know, but but I wanted some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and, yeah, and the you know they go into struggles on Ali because he's just getting into the faith. And yeah. they keep tempting him with like alcohol. He's like, okay, <laughs> yeah.
0: Granny's pork chops, pork chops. Yeah, yeah. you
1: know what's yeah. it?
2: The, like where he's like, I like white girls. And yeah. like Buck was like, oh, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. <laughs> we'll work on it. <laughs> just you go, like, you go find
0: out one day, my brother. <laughs> 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 that reminds me of the video of Malcolm X that's always posted on Twitter. Like that brother is, stro- is starving. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Either way, it's been a really fun time. First time that Gio's ever on the main show and he gives out a 10. That's crazy. A 10. Um, but yeah, you know what? That's the Ho-Ho's vibes, right? Mm-hmm. That's,
2: that's the vibes. Listen, uh, I have cavernous gaps in my film education. So when I watch a movie, it better be good.
0: <laughs> so um, with with that being said, uh, where, where can to find you, Gio? You can
2: find me on the internet at Meteor Martyr 17. That's M-E-D-I-A-M-A-R-T-Y-R 17 um, 7 If you go to the Twitter, there's also a link tree in the description where you'll see things that I am on the internet um, in various states of activity.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Brad?
1: Uh, Random Germ 101 and this is Locallove.com.
0: And as always, I'm the Nergy on both Instagram and Twitter and as always, I want to thank the wonderful people that make the show happen, like Gio, who is a Patreon supporter. Uh, thank you all so much for being wonderful patrons of the show, of the network, and making everything possible that we have that we're doing here at the Nerdcore. Uh, I want to thank our wonderful executive, our wonderful producers, our writers, and our showrunner. I want to thank our wonderful associate producers, Cassie and Sarah. I want to thank our executive producer Shane.
1: Uh you follow our friend Shane at XSRK underscore or on Twitch at XSRK. All right.
0: <laughs> I'm, like, sorry, I'm sorry,
1: my, my wife just walked in with the new mask design, so I don't know if you guys want to see it. Um
0: Sure. I mean just you know, fuck it. <laughs> you know, put, let me see. Let's see. Hey, it's your company. <laughs> yeah, it's your company, bro. Hold on. Let me zoom in. Let me zoom in for you.
2: Ooh, the, and it's no, still space for the mouth, but it's, it's yeah. denim. That's gonna be hard. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's cool as hell. Yeah, that's lit. Yeah, that's pretty okay, cool. Yeah. Man. Make sure I blow my nose first before I put <laughs> that one on.
0: <laughs> With also our wonderful writers Brown Rice ninety six on Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Twitch, and our wonderful Tony. Hey, Tony. At real nerdy dad on Twitter, and our wonderful showrunner Taymor22, 23 twenty two twenty three T A Y M O R twenty three. Thank you so much, Taymor. We hope we make you proud. We're gonna set up that 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 meeting soon, Brad. We just need to find out when Brad's uh. Hey, you know we'll see you at the schedule next week for yeah. sure. But uh, we'll be back next week on Monday. We review Juice nineteen ninety two as we good. continue our month as we look at black cinema. God, I wish we could get Aiden because this is one of Aiden's favorite movies, but Aiden is working that day. So we'll see what's going to have to go down. But um, And then on Thursday, live on Twitch.tv slash Nerdcore as well, we will be doing our review of Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure that, that Gio's busy on Thursday, right? Let's
2: do – I mean, if you want to check my calendar live, we can do that. All right.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm in a- – I mean, I showed the mask
2: off live. Why not? Uh, <laughs> All right, Thursday. let me share screen it. Yeah. yeah so this yeah. coming Thursday, uh, um, you see that empty space? I'm free after five thirty.
0: All right, cool. Then, and
2: we're already scheduled to watch the movie. So if yeah. you would,
0: if you would have me, I, I, if you build it, I will come. You're down. You're you're more than welcome to come in eight thirty p.m. Central Standard Time. You already know what PM it is. Central Standard Time that's right that's right and uh as always you can catch brad and all three of us on the live show tonight on here on twitch.tv slash nerdcore but without further ado it's been a really fun time here getting to talk with Gio and brad congrats on your first time on the main show geo thank you Gio. thank you for having me it means a lot a lot more movies
2: let's talk about dick <laughs> listen i mean
1: Just we like at the dick. end of
2: the episodes
0: we could talk about it yeah. uh
2: <laughs> These are so notable <laughs> figures and these actors can get it get it. Mm.
0: All right. With that being said, Brad, let's go ahead and send them out. <laughs> all
1: right, Roll. Thank you being host as always. Thank you to our wonderful ho host for joining oh, us host? today. Gio, it's always great when you come on. And um, yeah, thank you to all those. Well, nobody joined us in chat today, but that's fine. Uh thank you all those viewers, so oh, okay, two. We had two. thank you to all those who joined us on chat and uh thank you to all our patreon supporters all our listeners we appreciate each and every one of you and to end this i'm just going to end with watch this movie young Go out